Tonight's episode deals with enemies. What do I mean by enemies? Well, we all have enemies, don't we? Whether if they're around us or they're someplace else, we all have enemies. Now, you ask yourself, what do you do when you come across an enemy? See, for me, you know who my enemy is? My ex. He's my enemy. Why? Well, let's just say he did something that I never thought he would do. And that's the thing I don't get. It's been how many years he still has resentment towards me for living, for beating cancer. My mother never liked him. My mother said, in your lifetime, now, again, mothers are right. They know these things. They're very, very smart. But he told me this. She told me this now. She says, in your lifetime, the people that you associate with your life, relationships that you get into, they're going to hurt you. I said, Mom, how do you, they're going to hurt you. But how do you know this? Mothers know. And believe it or not, your parents are smarter than you. Think about all the choices they make when they were your age, right? You ask yourself, my parents know so much about life and so much about people and situations and they can tell you so much and how they handled it. And they want a measure of protection for you because after all, you're their children, right? So you gotta learn how to protect yourself from the enemies, from the people that wanna do harm to you. How do you protect yourself? Well, there's many ways. If you're smart and if you have a good head on your shoulders, you will find a way to protect yourself. See, you don't let your guard down ever. That's number one. And number two, again, enemies. We all have them. Some are good. Some are just, we just don't want. I, I for one, I I can't deal with it. I walk away from confrontation. I just, you know, don't start with me. I'll just keep on walking in one ear and out the other. For me to start something, to say something to someone, do you know what that means? Then we're going to start fighting, and I really don't want to deal with it. Now, I've seen it in the past with women. Women will fight other women, which I think is so childish. And it's so, let's put it this way. I've seen it in the workplace. Women fighting women over silly things. Silly things, you know? You ask me, why don't I have female friends? Well, here's your reason why. I don't trust them. That's number one. We never had a a good understanding of one another. You know, you think females, uh, woman power, girl power. Yeah, no. All my life as I've grown up, I was always surrounded by the male presence. And it started with my father. That after my father passed on, I didn't have any female friends. Not only have any close female friends, they were all males. And I saw them as an older brother or a younger brother. That's it. Nothing else. Of course, the women were like, look at her. Look at her hanging out with all those men. Believe what you want to believe. Okay? We were good friends. I had a good understanding of them. I could talk to them about anything. They are not ones to get shocked if you tell them something. Like some women don't want to talk about certain subjects, right? They're too prim and proper. Come on now. Give it the program, will you? It's the same thing with work. I had more rapport with males than I do with females because females are critical. 
Now, enemy-wise, I have a female ex-friend. She's an enemy. Although I didn't see it at the time, she was the one who made me believe. And this is why I didn't fall for it. Back in our college days, she made me believe, oh, you don't have any friends. No one's going to be one of want to be friends with you and really why why wouldn't they be first of all I don't have the boyfriend that you have I don't want to have a boyfriend at that age and I was just not ready for that she was talking about getting married at a young age and 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 you know having children I'm like now this was when she was 21 she was a year older than me I have no interest I don't see myself getting married anytime soon at that age I was too young trying to find myself I wanted to do things in life like travel go to new places explore she wanted to settle down at a young age well good for you but it didn't work her and her boyfriend broke up after she lost her father and her mother they kind of went their separate ways and you ask me she attacked me every time she thought I was after her boyfriend. Oh, come on already. Grow up. First of all, he's not my type. That's number one. And number two, why would you even think that? And I would think, now this is why females are like that. Females are jealous. Females want things or want the things that you have. They want that for themselves. It's like, but you can go out and get it. It's called hard work. Think about that. Now, men are different in that sense that men are a little more understanding. They're easy to talk with, easy to deal with. I mean, in all the jobs that I've had, I've had, again, far more rapport working for a male manager versus a female because females will put other females down. They won't give them a chance. I mean, I've had my fair share. There's only one exception to the rule, though. I did have one female manager. I used to work for a vitamin, vitamin company. And she was more than just a manager. She was a good friend. And she would make it known for her employees. We would have our meetings and sometimes we'd go to lunch together. We were more than just employer, employee. We were friends, right? That was the only time. But after that, I still felt uncomfortable. And there was a part of me that thought, I can't. You're asking me to what have the female friends you ever see them in the movies the females go out with other females after work now they're married right and they have children I can't do that to me I just don't want to do that I'd rather go home with my husband and child but back in my younger years I asked myself these women were just looking they were looking for other men while they were married I said wait a minute now aren't you happy in your marriage ask yourself Aren't you happy with who you have in your life? You know, the one thing I don't understand about women, they're not happy with who they have in their life. They put on airs, right? And I've actually seen this right now. Or sometimes they make it known, come out with the wedding ring. Or, hey, look at me, let me show you my children. And they look at you and like, why aren't you married? Why don't you have kids? Because maybe I haven't found the right one yet. I had my heart broken. How many times? Three times. And I will tell you one thing. My family's friends, 
my mom and dad, when they would have their the company come over, I heard them whispering one day. They said, you have such a beautiful daughter. Why isn't she married yet? Because she's trying to find the right, she's trying to find the right man. I want her to be happy. I don't want her to settle. My mother was like that. She wants a man to take care of her, to love her, to never mistreat her. My mother despised, both my mother and father despised men that were abusive. Hit women, put them down. When my father was alive, I think that's what he would do. He would protect his daughters. He would protect his daughters to the best of his ability. That's what he would do. He would find it in his heart to do that. He goes, no, no daughter of mine is going to get mistreated by the man in her life. No way. That's not going to happen. My father was the type of man now. He was a short man now. He was like only, I towered over him by about an inch. But he was the type of man that was very blunt. I would tell you to his face. Actually, I will give you an instance. Because I remember this now. I remember I was about, I think I was about nine years old. Now, my sister was involved with the, before she got married to her husband, my older sister, she was involved with a jackass of a boyfriend, and he would drink. And I remember they had broken up, and she decided she wanted to go to school in another state. I think she went to Pennsylvania, because she wanted to learn to become a, a, a stewardess. She wanted to work for her. And that was her goal at the time, right? So she brought back the man that she was with. The new, the new boyfriend. We met him. He was a nice guy. And I remember this now. The, old, the other boyfriend, the ex, got revenge. And his, the, the, her new boyfriend's car was parked in the front. And her ex took a bottle of beer and smashed the, the window of his car. And my father had gone down to file a police report. But his family, the ex's family, her ex's family convinced them oh no no you know he didn't mean to he was drunk he didn't I guess he couldn't get over the fact that his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend was involved with somebody new my father did not show a care he first of all he didn't like the guy the first guy that my sister was with he didn't like her he didn't like him at all he didn't like him I didn't like him either I thought he was let's put it this way if she hadn't married the man that she's with now and she stuck with him, it would not have lasted. He was the type who would drink, who would probably get violent. And I said to my older sister, you should be lucky. You don't have that with your husband, the husband that you have now. There are some men, the only thing they want to do is get violent with the women that they're with. Case in point, look at my ex. He would drink and then he would get violent with me, not... If maybe physical a few times, but it was more mental, verbal, emotional. And I said to myself, why do men do that? It's like having a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde in the house. Why? I always wondered about that. See, my father would drink, but not to that extent. He would have a beer here and there. He was more of a water drinker. My father loved water. Water, coffee, you know. Nothing of the hard stuff. Once in a while, I have a glass of wine, you know, for the holidays or whatever. But now my father was loud, but not to that point where he's going to terrorize the women in his family. He wouldn't even terrorize my mother. He wouldn't, you know, they would have their fights like any husband and wife would. He never struck her, never hit her, never put her down. 
because he was a real man. Because you know real men don't lay their hands on a woman. Don't make them cry. Don't call them names. The day that you do that, can you call yourself a man? No. That's why I say you're the enemy. So when I look at my ex, the first guy I was with for five hellish years, after I got better from my illness, you would think, hey, I'm so grateful that you're alive. No. He wanted me dead. Pure and simple, he wanted me dead. Now what happens? How many years later has it been? 17 years later? You know, and you would think, come on now, get over it already. I, for one, don't want anything to do with him. I don't want to have anything to do with any of my exes. I'm trying to move on with my life. As you can see, I have a hard time being in a relationship because I don't want to get hurt again. I don't want to get betrayed. I don't want to get lied to. Now, a lot of people say, but you should be married by now. Yes, I should be. You're right. It's called finding the right person. Finding someone who compliments you, who understands you, who loves you as you are and doesn't try to change you. You know, it's very hard nowadays to find something like that. When you find someone like that, keep them. They're a keeper. If they show respect, they love you as you are. They don't try to change you. They're there for you through thick and thin. If you tell me that you cannot find someone like that, but honestly, you're not really looking. But I always say to everybody, when the time comes when you're going to find him or her, It will happen. Don't go looking for it. See, some people do this. Now, they go out on a blind date that's been set up by friends of theirs. That's happened to me in the past. I would get the leftovers. That's what I would call them, the leftovers. So, in other words, you went out with them. They didn't work out for the both of you, but you want me to go out with your ex? Why? And I would go out on a date, and I didn't, just did not click. I said, I'm sorry. I, I was honest with everyone. I said, look. You might be a nice guy, but you're not my type. Now, whether or not he got offended remains to be seen, right? I was very picky back in the day with men. I don't want someone who's going to try to change me. I want someone to accept me as I am. But I also want someone to give me an understanding of, hey, look, you know, I love you as you are. You don't have to change for me. You're perfect the way you are now. Again, I am not perfect. But I found someone that compliments me. And you know how we connected? The man upstairs. Why? Because in all honesty, if you think about this, people don't connect with each other. You know who connects people to people? And you're going to say, what do you mean people don't connect with people? Let's be honest here. Most of the times when you ask people, how did you two meet? The first things I've ever heard were, we met in church. Now, if you're talking about church, you're talking about the Lord's home the man upstairs. This is how we connected, through him. God does connect people, believe it or not. You think, oh, that's being far-fetched. No, it's not. God connects people to people. People do not connect with each other. Okay, so you can tell me you go out on a blind date and somebody set you up on a blind date because you think, hey, this person could be perfect for me. No doesn't work that way. Now, if you ask my mother, my mother was very old-fashioned. And I asked mom, I said, how did you and dad meet? Well, and, and what their story is, the families knew each other. 
and they, they lived next door to each other. So they grew up together. That's how they knew each other. Well, my father didn't have feelings for my mom until maybe before he went to the Korean War. He was very smitten with her. I mean, he just loved her. They complimented one another. They were perfect. Her family instantly loved him. His family, another story. See, there you go. And I could not understand why. And that's why when I saw years later, my mother never had a real close relationship with one of his sisters. His brother, his older brother, yes. His other sister, yes, but not the younger one. They didn't see eye to eye. And even after my aunt passed away, I asked my mom, aren't you sad? She had, she wasn't sad at all. She didn't even cry. I'm like, mom, the relationship they had, I think it was, she would tell these made-up stories and she would try to be like, I don't know. I think she took after her home, her, her, you know, my father's mother. I heard my father's parents were not nice people. But the way they treated my mom, when he introduced her to his family, she didn't get a warm reception at all. And a few times I said, How, did you tell dad what was going on? So I didn't want to. I didn't want him to get upset. I didn't want him to be upset. But I think when he did find out, he had a very, let's just say, the strain between my father and his father was broken a long time ago. It's like you can't accept the woman that I love, so why even bother? I'm going to marry her. We're going to have a great life together. Whether or not you're happy for us, that's on you. Think about this. When you bring somebody home to meet, you want to be liked. You want the family to accept you. But remember this now. And my mother, we had gotten in this conversation. What happens if my husband-to-be, when I meet his family, they don't like me? They don't have to like you. You love him, he loves you. You're marrying each other. You're not marrying the family. Whether or not they like you, that's on them. So now I understand. But see, at the time, I didn't understand. I thought, well, you had to be accepted. Because when you marry into someone's family, you would want them to accept you. You don't want to feel like the outsider. And I was like, oh, my God, what if my mother-in-law doesn't like me? What if my... But then, you know, you meet someone and in the situation with my significant other and myself. We both have something in common. We don't have our parents. And it would have been nice if they were alive to see us be happy, to see us get married, just to see us have a life together. Welcome and welcome into the family. Though my father's been gone for so long, but I know that the only the only wedding he went to was my older sister's. I saw in the video of my father walking my older sister down. He looks so handsome in a tux. So handsome. And who knew that years later he wouldn't be around for my other sister. They were going to get married. They were going to get married, but they were going to hold off thinking that maybe he would be around. But they got married at the end of the year of 1991. And my father passed away in July of 91. And then my older sister's like, I feel bad for you because you don't have either mom and dad. I'm like, 
My mom had wanted to see happiness with me. She never got a chance. She goes, I don't, I want to see you with someone. I want to see you with the knowledge that I know you're going to be taken care of. Because now when you're alone, it worries me even more. I can see from up above. We used to joke around. She said she would come and haunt me. I said, Mom, please don't. Living in this house alone, silence. Not even a sound. I feel like I'm in a house that doesn't have life. The holidays have gone by, and I remember that one time, and I will let everybody know this too. December of 2020, before I started the podcast, again, I had thoughts of suicide on the holidays. And I also remember the one time with my mom when she passed, because she passed away in 2016. I remember it was towards the end of the year 2016, December, right before the new year. I said, I don't know if I can get through the holidays without you. You know, granted, she was not feeling well the year before. I didn't think she was going to go very quickly. I thought she would be around for a long time. You know, you think your family is going to be around. You know when you're young and you think about, oh, let's talk about all the years that are going to come ahead, right? Where did the time go? Where are you sweat? The end of 2022 going into 2023. She never had a chance to see everything after. Think about that. I want to bring that up in the next episode. I think we should talk about it. Now you're going to say, oh my God, you're going to become morbid again. Look, if all of you can understand this, you will lose someone in your lifetime. You have to learn how to be or how to be able to function after someone is gone. It isn't easy for me. I still think about my mother. And every time I come into this house alone, that's the first thing I think of. It's the first thing that I think of. You know, the things that I just don't understand is just why, why it happened. I, I sometimes think that I'm in the twilight zone. There's a part of me that thinks that I'm not here. I'm on two different parts, like part of the living and part of the gone I do want to reflect on that I want to know that wherever my mother and father are they're together they're in heaven together they're happy with each other because now they reunited and I've heard this from the priest I've heard them say hey look one day you'll be reunited with them too but do we believe you always want to know, where do people go after they pass? Where do they go? Do you believe in reincarnation? There are some cultures that believe that there is an afterlife. There's an afterlife. You can come back as somebody else and not know it. Hey, who knows? We might have lived past lives, you know? You know, you never know until you really dig up to see where you come from. Who, can, who you can be related to. You can be related to somebody famous and not know it. That would be wonderful if that was the case, though. Just imagine that if you if you were or royalty too. You think about it, it could be you could have a king or a queen in your family, whatever it might be. 
it's hard sometimes, you know? Like getting back to enemies, we all have them. We all have enemies. That's a given. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. How do you deal with it? Well, for me, I'm trying to just not look in the past. See, when you keep your head in the past, you can't focus on the present and the future because your past always finds a way to catch up with you, right? But there is a way to block your past from coming into your present and future. Just don't let it happen. Block it out as much as you can because in the end, who's going to make it? Who's going to know? You yourself have to go out there and really learn to not let anyone or anything get you down. It's been many years. He's probably... He probably did go back to Florida. But what he did was just terrible. Can I prove it? Well... Someone is looking out and finding out where he could be. I have a feeling he did go back to Florida because really there's nothing up here except family. But then family's on their own. They do their own thing, right? And you ask yourself, why after so many years? Because he never wanted me alive. I always say this. Out with the old, in with the new. And you know when I tell all of you? Just don't look towards the past. Look to the present, the now, the future. When you have somebody new in your life, let's focus on him. And that's what I'm doing. I'm focusing on the man that I love. He knows that I love him. And I'm going to continue to love him until forever. Because I'm not going to let anyone or anything from my past come to destroy it. I'm sorry. You know, all the years that I've been on this earth, that's why I've been hearing whispers from people. When is she going to get married? You know, that's why I don't want to be around my family on the holidays because that's all they talk about. They try to bring up things. I said, please don't talk about my life. I want to talk about anybody. And I don't want anybody to get sarcastic and joke around with me. I'm not in the mood for it. I'd rather not. I don't want to celebrate if I don't have to. It's too painful for me. You know, I don't really want the holidays to come at all. I wish we could just get on and just start over fresh in the new year. New memories, new hopes, new dreams. You know what's going to happen. The holidays are not going to be any good for me. I'm going to be alone like I always have been. That's to be expected. And New Year's Eve, I'm not going to have anybody to, to kiss, to hug, to, you know. Everyone's going to go out to their elaborate parties, and I'm just going to be at home doing nothing and wishing my life was somewhere different. A part of me wants to go to another part of the world. Where that might be, who knows? Wherever it might be, it's an adventure. Because that part of me is just not happy here. I'll admit it to you. I'll admit all to you. I want to escape. I want to go someplace where nobody knows me. Be anonymous. That's what I want to do. Escape. So anyway, I'm just going to cut it short because it's a little after 10. I need to get some shut-eye. But I will talk more tomorrow about... Well, there are certain certain parts of my life that I never really revealed. And if I did reveal them, I didn't reveal everything. I want people to understand me, the woman who is still kind of mourning, mourning for her mother. There's a part of me that just misses her so, so much. 
and it's just hard right now every holiday that comes by every time we get to the end of the year that's when it gets the hardest does it get easier with time it does it's just been really difficult for me i haven't been able to i can't i can't seem to just get her out of my mind then i wish that she was here sometimes i cry myself to sleep at night wondering will it ever get better i'm hoping that one day when my true happiness, when me and my significant other have that chance at happiness to be with each other, she will be happy. Her and my father will have both huge smiles on their faces, knowing that their youngest daughter is taking care of themselves, taking care of herself and the man that she's with, and having a life. That's what she wants. That's what she always wanted. And I promise I will not break my promise to my mother, ever. I can't. She meant so much to me. She got me through life. She got me through my cancer. I owe her everything. But if it wasn't for her and the man upstairs, I don't know. Who knows where I would be in this world? Probably not here. I would have given up a long time ago, and that would have broken her heart. She wouldn't have been able to go on. I worry about that. Because she was very fragile. A fragile woman. So, just remember, you have enemies... Do you really want to get together with them? Do you want to meet them? Or just let it go. Continue on with your present and your future. And don't look to the past. The past is too painful. Look to the now. To the future. Bright and exciting future. Painful past. What is it? Painful past. Right? Fantabulous future. Painful past, fantabulous future. I might use that in the episode. Painful past, fantabulous future. God bless all of you. Take care.